At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. of the nightcap alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. I think we should put up a poll, Sean. Who got it worse? Sean on the Avalanche puck line up 5-1. How much time was left? Uh, Under nine minutes. Eight minutes and something. I think you win that one. Then they scored the fourth goal with under 30 seconds left. So Sean had that on a puck line and then I had Gonzaga laying 12 good number got that closing line value which is a big old throw it in the trash can because up 23 with eight minutes to go they won by 10 good job Gonzaga you won congrats yay all right let's bring in Jared Smith who is uh, much smarter than two of us because he was on northern Kentucky and the Norse the pride of the Horizon League is dominating and on to the Horizon League championship game mr smith always a pleasure sir and uh, congratulations on your northern kentucky rocking chair victory that was nice i wish they were all this easy um (laughs) unc wilmington too that's been another darling of mine this year um not totally great tonight you know we had some setbacks tonight uh that chattanooga game was absolutely wild i don't think you guys were quite on the airport yet but no uh that was a nice future to cash. I know you had a nice future as well with Georgia State. They've been uh, undervalued, I think, this year. They're going to be a tough out, very experienced team. Ron Hunter, nice head coach there. So 
you know, starting to get some tickets punched, which means we're starting to kind of feel our way through where some of these mid-majors might stack up and some of these teams that might do some damage in the real tournament next week, but still a lot of work to be done this week, guys. So I have to get some bounce back because I had the Colorado Avalanche puck line. They were up 5-1 in the third in some kind of way. Gave up three goals. You also had Chattanooga. Um, Boston College, Pittsburgh tomorrow morning. Pittsburgh is probably one of the worst teams in college basketball, right? Can we depend and trust in Boston College tomorrow morning? No. I have have nothing. I'll be Uh, honest. The early round matchups in the high majors are really tough caps because you just don't know where the – because especially in the ACC where they got to win five games to get into the tournament – um, in five nights. So it, I, it's really tough to, to gauge which team's going to actually give a crap um, in those high major early round games, probably staying away from the ACC tomorrow, right, well, as sad as that is. Well, Jared, let's, let's get to the, let's get to important business here, right? So mm. last week you were in here and we talked about Bryant. Our mm. Bryant Bulldogs. Wagner. Are taking on Wagner at home. This is, this is played out. Now there was a little little perspiration uh, on Saturday night. It's never in doubt. Maybe a little lucky, but uh, the Bulldogs get through. They beat Mount St. Mary's. And, uh, you know, I was a little nervous. This line opened three, three and a half. I'm like, oh, man. And now it's mm. starting to steam a little bit here at circuits up to four and a half, fours across. What do we do? Do we believe in the Bryant Bulldogs? Look, tonight I stood true. I had no hedge on Georgia State. No head on hedge on Chattanooga, which maybe I should have uh, for my blood pressure. But hey, came home. What do we do? What are we doing with Bryant and Wagner tomorrow? Wagner, to their credit, has played really well through the NEC tournament the first two rounds. Bryant is undefeated at home, but they've—I don't think they've covered either game in the NEC tournament here. So, what what what, what are we doing tomorrow with uh, Wagner and Bryant? I'm glad we stayed off the hedges. Although the Furman one would have been a nice middle, um, who would have gotten which is Furman in, plus which is two incredible. By the way, we could have middle two and a half, but you know, That's such is life. Unbelievable. Well, because we talked about it pre-flop, and and I, I thought maybe if if Chattanooga got off to a hot start, maybe we would get Furman at a better number, and then we can get a more healthier middle. Um, I think the Bryant situation is similar. I feel a little bit better about four and a half. The goal all along, we were talking about it last week. You get a plus one twenty, you know, conference tournament future into the final as a home favorite. And that was the goal all along. And now we're sitting here with a, with a pretty juicy ticket in our back pocket and we've got some options. I I think the best case scenario is obviously the middle. Um, I think everyone, you know, personally, I have three units on it. So I feel a little bit more inclined to take a unit on Wagner catching points and, 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 you know, you come off it a little bit, so you're not fully at risk, but I feel really good about what, I mean, I I feel really good about Brian. I, I think they're supposed to win this tournament. Um, Elijah Ford being out for Wagner, of course, they're one and one against them this year. The one game that they won was with, was with Ford. So, uh, without him in this spot, uh, Bryant should win. I feel good about plus plus one twenty. That's where we probably should stay, but I can't fault you to take a unit, uh, on Wagner plus four and a half and maybe hope for a close game. Yeah. We got four and a half here at circa. So what would you do, Sean roll with it or try to middle it? Uh, I'd probably just sit tight. Yeah. These games have been I tricky. Agree. Yeah, these games, you don't want to eat into I know. You your don't profit margin. Your profits. Right. So if you were going to play it, I would take the points. I wouldn't take Wagner oh, yeah. on the money I, line. I'm going to try. If I'm playing this, I'm going to – I got to decide before I go home tonight. I just sit back. Because it's four and a half here at Circa. Does that go away? I think if I remember correctly, these two teams closed the regular season against each other 
at Bryant, Wagner or Bryant won convincingly, and the line was around four and a half. Well, so. you guys seem convinced that Bryant's the right side. I don't know. They haven't really been playing all that well in this conference tournament. Wagner's without one of their key parts. But they've been playing extremely well. They blew out both teams that they played. Why not take that money instead of pouring more into this particular situation and go larger on something else that you like moving forward? Agreed. Could, could like Northern that. Kentucky tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you like Northern Kentucky tomorrow? It's a terrible matchup for Wright State. They beat them twice. The Norse play this zone. And again, they're just so scrappy. They get extra possessions. They, they, I don't know if you guys saw the hustle board that they were holding up during timeouts. They have offensive rebound percentage and deflections on the board. That's what they are. They're not a good shooting team. They do have that nice scoring guard in Warwick, but they get extra possessions. And in March, that's just so huge. I, I mean, I, you know me. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Norse believer until the end. The, Norse, the, hey, Norse. the Norsemen need a barber. Like, they got a dude out there with a bun. They got a dude out there looks like he has a, a, a I, I have bad luck. on. I have terrible luck betting against teams with dudes with man buns. Okay? Yeah, they I, definitely have a couple. Uh, by the way, just looking at Ken Palm right now, uh, he has the Norse plus one. So you might get him as a dog here. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but they, uh, they've been playing well, and they've been, uh, they've been rolling here. Uh, have the Norse. Right state tomorrow. That'll be to uh, to cut down the nets in the Horizon League. No spread yet. That game uh, just popping up uh, overnight as uh, as our good friend Jared Smith, at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter. Uh, he was uh, a big victor with uh, Northern Kentucky. All right. Um, when you look at some of the big boy conference tournaments, Jared, anything? Uh, let's just kind of go conference by conference and yeah. and and get your thoughts. We could just kind of, we, we just discussed the ACC, so we might as well bring it up again. I've bet Duke twice. I think the loss actually, in my opinion, not Sean's, in my opinion, was good. I I I I'm I think Coach K is gonna light a fire under these kids' behinds. I still think this conference stinks outside of Duke. UNC's getting better. They have some talent. I also like the fact, Jared, that Virginia Tech, UNC, and Virginia, I guess Notre Dame, are all in the bottom of the bracket. To me, the really only tricky team in the top portion of the bracket is Wake Forest, and I think Duke could get yeah. by them. So I like the way the bracket sets up. Minus 120 here at Circa. I, I laid it again. I I'm in on Duke to win this conference tournament. Yeah, I mean, from a betting perspective, it's not gonna it's not gonna wow you at minus 125. Um, you know, they've got to win three games in three nights, but they're certainly in a better position, I think, than anyone at the bottom of the bracket. I could definitely see a Duke UNC rematch in the final. Um, I, I think we were talking earlier with Jim Root about just UNC psyche after that win. Uh, it could go, to, it could go both ways. I mean, they they could fall flat. They're in the tournament. Hey, relax a little bit, or maybe they build on that momentum a little bit because I do think they're a much better team than the record indicates this year. And I think they're certainly the most talented team in the bottom of that bracket. The Virginia Tech number is interesting. Ten to one is the seven seed being the third favorite. I think that tells you how the sports books feel about Virginia Tech. And maybe that matchup, Virginia Tech, Notre Dame in the quarters um, is going to kind of be the matchup that's going to give North Carolina the most problems. That UNC Virginia potential matchup in the quarters also uh, could be very interesting. Two very contrasting styles there. I don't think Wake played very well against Duke this year from what I recall. I, I think Duke's in the final, and I think it's just what the matchup is. If it's Duke, North Carolina, I mean, Duke's going to be a huge favorite in that game. They're what, 11-point favorites at home? So you figure they're going to be six, seven, eight-point favorites on a neutral court. So if you get Duke into the final at minus 125, got to be feeling good about that, Tim. 
Yeah, and if it's Duke, if it's I said it going to break. If it's Duke Notre Dame, I'm doing a I'm doing a dance. I mean, that's that's like four, that's like 14. I mean, Notre Dame right now 47th in Ken Palm. Uh, they look they would have wins over Virginia Tech and and likely UNC, so that would be two wins that would help their stock a little bit. But um, yeah, I, I think from a matchup perspective, uh, that would be the best case scenario for Duke. I think Duke would just bully them and you know, did what they did at you know Notre Dame was like laying or catching like a, a couple points in South Bend. We watched that game mm-hmm. on a, I think it was a Monday night. I think Notre Dame had like 43 points or something ridiculous. So, uh, hey, go Irish. Let's go. Uh, let's get it all the way to the uh, to the championship. Um, your thoughts? You want to tell Jared about Yeah, I'm going Wake Forest and North Carolina. He's so sad, I picked a Jared. team from He's each just, side of the bracket. He doesn't like his team anymore. I just think Duke has some issues they got to iron out. I'm not sure the three games and three nights is going to suit them. So, so I went Wake Forest and North and uh, North Carolina. I think North Carolina is a, a lot better than their perception is. Yeah, wait. I mean, Wake's lost twice to Duke, and we talked about this myth about beating a team three times. How it, you know the cliche is it's hard. It's really not. You know, the percentages say you are going to beat that team three times. So I I stay away from teams with the matchups looming where I know you've lost two games. To me, that's a that's a psyche thing that I would stay away from with Wake. So that's what scares me with Wake against Duke. We got a lot more with Jared on the other side. We got a whole host. Look at, look at all the packets. I mean, we got all brackets. We got to got to break it all down with Jared. We brought him on a Monday so we get the fresh look at the brackets and let him uh, relax the rest of the week. Jared Smith from PicksWise. More from him on the other side. That's Sean. I'm Tim. We're coming back right here on Visa. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts today. It is the nightcap here on Beeson alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray and joined by our good friend who was here in the desert last week. And now he is back in his friendly confines. You think he misses it? Oh, he misses us. He misses us for sure. Jared Smith from Pixwise. At Jared Lee Smith on Twitter. He definitely misses us. There he is. Look at him. Of course. Him. He's sad. Wishes he was here with us. I missed the craps table at Cosmo. That's what I missed. Yeah, apparently. I don't know if you, <laughs> you guys were crapping it up together, but he was. Uh-uh. He, he came away. You had a nice little roll? I did. I don't like the tables at Circa. They're a little too long for me, but, you know, Circa's great, but the, I like the shorter tables. Yeah. Cosmo. See, I like was the, rolling I like the longer tables. I didn't know yeah, there was strategy in crap. There dogs. is. Yeah. Handicapping the craps. Board, at least dude. in your mind. That's what it all. I mean, all. I've seen, like, a, a drunk person come there and throw the dice, like, with different hands and hit the chips and roll for an hour. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, all right. Uh, well, Jared, before we kind of start going, you know, mowing through the rest of these conference tournaments, is there a particular conference tournament uh, that that you've eyed up that hasn't started yet that is uh, intriguing to you? I mean, look, last week we were getting in the weeds on the NEC, uh, and and it worked out. Anything ahead that is uh, intriguing to you? Thank you for correcting me on Ron Hunter, by the oh, way. Oh, no I worries. I should have known that he was at Tulane. Ron I, I would Lemire, say head coach at Georgia State, by the way. He's done a great job over the last few years. I should have knew that. Um, I, I think the Big East, to me, it, from a betting perspective, is fascinating. Agreed. You get Providence is the number one seed, and they're not the number one team uh, on the odds board, not even close. Um, I guess depending on which state you're in, you'll get different odds on them. I can't bet on certain New Jersey teams here in New Jersey. So the odds are a little bit unique with Seton Hall. And, you know, in New York, it's the same thing, too, with St. John's. But um, I, I think Providence has that road where at five-ish to one, again, depending on where you shop, um, they're going to get the 8-9 game uh, in the quarters. And then they're going to get a 4-5 matchup against Creighton or Marquette. You're not going to get home dog Shaka in that spot. It's going to be garden Shaka. Uh, and I, I think Creighton, too, coming off of that huge win over UConn, we'll see, um, you know, how well they play down the stretch. So I, I think Providence is going to be in the final. And if I get a five to one into the final, that makes it very interesting. Now, I'm going to probably do a rollover with them. We were talking about this earlier. I'm just curious how the numbers add up. We've talked about the rollovers before. The numbers can be a little murky sometimes, depending on where the teams are slotted. But I think Providence is a fascinating case study for a rollover. Take a money line in the quarters. And then, you know, et cetera, et cetera, in the semis. And then you see where we're at in the final. Because they're going to be, what, seven, eight-point dogs in the final? They were 10, 11-point dogs to Nova on the road uh, in that last game. So I, I think that's the first one from a betting perspective that's fascinating to break down. Well, I I'm glad you brought that up because you'll think – you will you know how much I've kind of faded Providence, right? Right. You're a hater. I love them. I love them. At oh, plus, gosh. Please at, stay on the opposite side. At plus 575 <laughs> – to win the Big East here at Circa. I love those odds. They can't carry you. And Xavier is broken right now. Um, Butler's gotten a little better. They're a little frisky. Uh, but still, I like the matchup there. And then, you know, like Jared pointed out, Villanova and UConn are in the bottom half of the bracket. Uh, I think St. John's is actually a little bit live. I think they're playing better. Posh Alexander and Champagny. I mean, these two guys we're supposed to lead this St. John's team to the NCAA tournament. Guess what? They're playing better now, but they're in the bottom half of the bracket. Creighton lost Nemhart. They're lost without him. Marquette is overvalued. Great season, but they've played ahead of their, you know, ahead of their skis. I think Providence has a very manageable path to the Big East Championship game. And if you're sitting there on a Saturday night with a plus 575 ticket, I, I think you're Got some opportunities. So I'm with you, Jared. I, I think Providence, the luck factor, all of that. The fact of the matter is this, guys. They're a veteran team. They have a great head coach. And they've got good odds at plus 575. I'm all for it. They're built for this tournament. Yeah, I'm that, a I mean, that, you know, that's what it is. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're tough as hell. And, um, yeah, so guess what? I'm going to go make that bet tonight, all plus right. 575. Come on, because we got like six conferences to go through. All right, so that, <laughs> that was the big <laughs> Easter. We can't get through them all with Jared. Uh, all right, Jared, dealer's choice. Uh, wh where do you want to go next? We can just kind of talk it out. You don't have to have a particular play. Uh, but, yeah, what, what is uh, jumping out at you bracket-wise? I mean, we talked about the A-10 a little bit with VCU. Yeah. Um, they're kind of in a desperate spot, you know, after that 
they they made things interesting down the stretch, but that you know they were pretty much handled at slew over the weekend, and and now they're pretty much fighting for their tourney lives. I do like the draw. Originally, I didn't, and then the Richmond situation you know crystallized a little bit. That'll be their quarterfinal matchup, and then it'll probably be Dayton in the semis, and they split with Dayton, and they got absolutely hammered in one of the games, but it was kind of a fluky game, and then you know you avoid the one seed until the final, Davidson. But I'll be honest, I think the Bonnies in that. Uh, top half of the bracket. Very interesting team, too. Of course, the health of Osuni uh, going to be key there with the Bonnies. I do think St. Montaventure is built for a tournament run because of their very experienced backcourt. But Davidson is just, I mean, we've been against this Davidson team in all the wrong times this year, uh, Tim. And they're a very dangerous team as well. But I think VCU needs to rack up some wins. And again, the rollover is interesting because they're not a huge, you know, futures price at four, five to one. But I think they're going to be short favorites against Richmond. They'll probably be dogs against Dayton and then in the final against Davidson. So you get an opportunity to maybe get a little more, you know, juice there um, if you do the rollover with VCU. But I think that's the team that needs those games the most in order to get themselves into the tournament. You know, it's funny. If, if, you know, looking at the bracket, I'd rather bet on Providence than VCU. I like VCU a lot. Uh, Dayton is the favorite to win this conference in some places. You see the odds we just flashed up from DraftKings, but Dayton in some places is the favorite. Um, I, if I if I were to bet VCU here, Jared, I would be hoping mm. for St. Bonaventure to beat Davidson because Agreed. I think three games in three days for that depth, and then VCU, if they got Bonnie in a championship game on the third straight day, I think their defense would be suffocating and just exhausting for this St. Bonaventure team. So if you bet VCU, and if I were to bet any future in this conference, it would be VCU. Um, I would hope that St. Bonaventure beat Davidson because, look, I, I don't want to play Bob McKillop and those shooters in a championship game. That would just not be fun. I've already bet against uh, Davidson with VCU. I don't want to do that again. Yeah. Uh, the Big Ten, I was looking at the bracket earlier for the Big Ten. I think the draw favors Illinois at the top. I like um, Iowa. Yeah, yeah, that would be an interesting matchup against Rutgers, actually, in that 4-5 game. Um, the So, if it's Rutgers-Illinois in the semis, to me, that favors Illinois. Rutgers beat Big them time. at the rack. I, I think that's a favorable matchup for Illinois. And then at the bottom, how healthy is Johnny Davis? And Purdue is a fade, as we've discussed in, in one-and-done play. Uh, just because their you know their defense just isn't strong enough. So I I think when you look at the Big Ten, Illinois, what was it four to one? They're the number one seed and they're not the favorite. That's where you kind of look just like Providence. You kind of look for that value with the way that the brackets are constructed. And I would look to Illinois. You're right, Iowa could scare me a little bit because they can score up and down, and Illinois might not like that a whole lot. But if it's Illinois Rutgers and then it's Illinois Wisconsin in the final. With a Johnny Davis playing what third game in three nights on a on a bum ankle, I I think Illinois what three four to one um, as the top seed certainly worth a look. Yeah, it's crazy looking at the odds of DraftKings right now, and I, I said it last week. You got it. It's like a PSA. You just you feel like a broken record. We got to keep saying, it. please shop around, look around. Don't just fire at the first book that you see. Uh, don't bet Purdue. Uh, I'm not as emphatic about that one as Notre Dame not winning the ACC, but don't bet Purdue. I I don't think. I know why they're the favorite, Jared. I don't trust their defense. I don't trust Purdue. Uh, I really don't. I'm betting Rutgers. Oof. I can't even bet Rutgers here. So, 
<laughs> I mean, they've beaten they all the teams though, in the regular season. Yeah, they have to beat in the tournament. Yeah, at their, on their home I know. floor. I know they can't bring the rack, but don't worry about it. Just slipped past Jared's alma mater to close out the season. Mm. I, I, I feel almost bad for Rutgers in this regard. They got the double bye, so now they have a really challenging team in the first round. They're on the they're very much on the bubble here. They lose to Iowa. It's not a bad loss, but you know, it, it would have been nice for them to pick up another neutral site win uh before uh before Don't tell Nebraska they up. can't beat Iowa either. Oh just ask Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, real quickly, uh we got thirty seconds. SEC. Hmm. Uh no thanks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. That's gonna no be a, that's gonna be a sit back and enjoy uh, enjoy the ride. So uh, there are a couple other tournaments, but uh, we'll let you run uh, uh, as uh, into the night there. So uh, final ten seconds. Your what, what's your favorite play tomorrow? Are you riding with your Norse? Got to go Norse. And how about Jacksonville plus three at Bellarmine? Their third best cover team in the country this year. Um, lost a tough one in overtime to Bellarmine earlier in the year. So I, I, I think the Dolphins are worth the, worth the sprinkle as a dog. All right, he's swimming with the Dolphins tomorrow. That's Jared Smith at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter. It's the Nightcap here on. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only 19 bucks. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game in every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including one and only Greg Hoops-Peterson, Matt Humans, JVT. I might throw a pick in there, one or two. They have insights on every key team, conference, and player to watch from the favorites to the potential Cinderella's. Sign up today to get the betting guide plus full access to VEASAN through April 5th for only 19 bucks. Head over to VEASAN.com slash Madness. Alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. Still got a college basketball game going on here in Vegas. St. Mary's leading Santa Clara 39-27. to The Gales looking to face Gonzaga tomorrow in the WCC championship game. We got a little cigar bet on the WCC. You are a, uh, I would imagine, big Gales fan right now. Yeah, I'm pulling for St. Mary's. Uh, I was hoping San Fran could have really came back and got it done. But I don't know what happened. They just, they just went to sleep. Up 23, went to sleep. I know St. Mary's thinks they can beat Gonzaga, and that's a big part of it. Well, so they just beat them. That's what I'm saying. Thank so you. I'm cool with that. They ain't gonna beat them twice in a week. Ooh, you sound confident. Uh, to have Gonzaga straight up against St. Mary's, yes, I feel pretty good. I've seen crazier things happen. I have too. Like they the avalanche up 5-1 with eight <laughs> minutes left in the third and not cover the puck line. Can we? I, I need to know. We should put up like a Twitter poll. Who who had it worse? I think Sean got it worse. Oh, yeah. 5-1. You know how hard it is? I mean, first of all, the avalanche are the much better team than the Islanders. And they were up five to one. I mean, come on, it's hard to score three goals in that amount of time. It's like it was up twenty-three with eight minutes to go. But in basketball, you see runs like that, you know. Just went a, they fell asleep at the wheel. Oh, 
All right, let's uh, let's run through some of these conference tournaments. We have some games tomorrow too. We'll uh, we'll take a peek at those. There are some lines. There's a conference championship game. Should I middle? Uh, we will figure, determine that a little bit later with the uh, NEC championship game. Um, well, we mentioned it to Jerry, but we didn't really get to breaking it down. So let's talk the SEC. Uh oh. Number one seeds Auburn. Number two seed Tennessee. Number three Kentucky. Arkansas is the four. And Auburn will get the winner of Florida, Texas A&M. Take a look at the odds, uh, courtesy of DraftKings right there. And uh, Kentucky is the favorite. Auburn, the second favorite, a plus 260. I actually think Kentucky's got a tough draw, man. I do, too. I mean, you're looking at, they could. Probably going to catch Alabama in the first game. Then right? most likely Tennessee. Those are two tough games. I mean, look, yeah. could they blow out Alabama? Yes. I'm betting Auburn. I'm just I think plus two thirty five for this team, this squad. Plus two sixty at draft. Plus two sixty even better at draft kings. Yeah, shop around, find the best price. I like Auburn. Yeah, I've been on them all year. Me too. I'm on them uh, thirty to one. I, I would I would actually I would enjoy to see them kind of get get their mojo going here. Um and I think they've been kinda in a little lull, you know, especially since they got to number one. That was such a big achievement for that program. They've never been in a position now where you know, all of a sudden they're the team getting hunted. You know, they've always been the huntee. So, of course, I knew there would be some hiccups in the road because it was a new position for the program. But now, this is one of their preseason goals, to win the SEC Conference Championship. So they're back focused. They have the players. Bruce Pearl is an experienced coach. He's been in this uh, conference for a long time. And I'm getting plus 260. Ah. <sighs> Oh, if you really go player for player, you can't tell me almost not one of the three, four top most talented teams in the country just from an ability standpoint. So they have size, experience. They have elite player on the team in Jabari Smith, who's probably going to be the number one pick in the draft. And I think the guards, we'll get the good version of the guards. If I were to make a play, I would just take a flyer on Arkansas. It's double by. Uh, just like Auburn, Tennessee, and Kentucky. I mean, look, if you had... I'm not mad at that. If you had Tennessee like I did on Saturday, you're still mad at Arkansas. How on God's green earth did they come back? But that's the type of team that they are. That's the type of coach that they have in Musselman. And I can tell you one thing. <laughs> Woo Pig is going to want to win that conference tournament real bad. Yeah. Now, it, it could be a tricky game against LSU. They just played LSU, only snuck out with a one-point win. Uh, after the win over Kentucky, but we've seen how good they're good is, right? They've beaten Tennessee. They've beaten Kentucky. They've beaten Auburn. So they've beaten all three of the big boys. Right. And at 8-1, to one, I think if you're going to take a flyer, I would take it on Arkansas. I just feel like in these big-time conference tournaments, in my opinion, outside the ACC, I think it's worth looking a little bit further down the board because I, I do get curious the motivation factor for some of these teams because – it's more important, in my opinion, for Auburn. They won the regular season. That's a, that's a hell of an achievement. Conference tournaments, three games in three days. Your bigger sites are national championships. I mean, I think, I'm trying to remember, trying to get a good example, but more often than not, you look at some of the teams that have won national titles. Do they always win their conference championship game? You can get a UConn or something like that, that that makes their run. But I think Arkansas, just the way that they play, they never give up, and they've got an elite guard. And 
March is the time for J.D. Note and likes to uh, and and types like him to emerge. So, so I, I had would to say look this eight up. to one. I had to look this up. Yeah, Auburn's only won two SEC tournaments in their entire existence in the SEC. So I think when you have programs that are still looking to add banners, which Auburn is, I think they take it a little more serious. There may be a team that's won 15, and you know they know that no matter what they do in this conference tournament, all people are going to remember what they do in the NCAA. Like, I think this is important to Auburn. I think it's important to Bruce Pearl. Now, they ended up covering, even though it was ridiculous that they covered against Mississippi State. But their last six road games, overtime against Mississippi State, lost to Tennessee, lost to Florida, lost to Arkansas, beat Georgia, who's terrible, by two, and beat Missouri by one. But see, the difference is this will be like a home game. Because the tournament's in Tampa, and Auburn fans are used to coming down for Outback Bowl and stuff anyway. So that's an easy drive from Alabama. You know, they're going. it's going to feel like a home game for Auburn. Look, I, would I be surprised if Auburn won? Absolutely not. They are incredibly talented. But at that price, I'd rather take a flyer if I'm going to make anything. I, I've also, I, this is just a discussion. Like, I'm going to bet Providence. I don't know if I'm going to bet anything here. Maybe Arkansas. Well, I'm definitely have something on Auburn to win there you it all. Go. Yeah. I mean, look, I hope they do. I hope this is the start of a run because I got them 30-1 to 1 to win the national title. Big 12. Now, this Kansas, is a conference I don't have a clue. Kansas, yeah. Kansas, the one seed. Baylor, the two. Texas Tech, the three. Texas, the four. By the way, there isn't that massive rest advantage anywhere because Oklahoma State is ineligible. The only teams that are playing in the first round are Kansas State and West Virginia, every other team, all other seven teams have a bye onto the quarterfinals. So there really isn't that double bye proponent like the ACC or like the SEC. This is a situation where this is like the old ACC where you had that, you know, that Thursday night game between NC State and whoever. Uh, this year it's K-State and West Virginia uh, in, the, uh, in the Big 12 first round game. Uh, I'm kind of with you. Baylor's going to be the favorite uh, along with, uh, I think Kansas uh, here at Circa plus 190 both ways at DraftKings plus 200 both ways. So if I were to take a flyer, I would take TCU 20 to one TCU beat Kansas. Then the next day or two days later, went back to Lawrence was right there with them. Um, I can see that. that would be the only play. Cause if I could get 20 to one going into the conference championship game, then I'm sitting pretty. See, I'm leaning more Texas tech. I could see it. I just the, the the odds just don't intrigue. I was me. hoping Texas Tech and Baylor would be on opposite sides, and Baylor would be the second choice behind Kansas. But I'll probably just take Texas Tech if if I was going to play this. I probably yeah. won't play like a future bet. And right. And by the, the way, 12. you're looking at this conference here at Circa. You, you just saw the DraftKings odd plus one ninety, plus one ninety Baylor Kansas, plus two ninety for Texas Tech. So it's just not juicy enough yeah. for me. T- TCU's where it could get a little more intriguing. Twenty three to one. They'll be certainly a dog to Texas, but they can win that game. I think they're a poor matchup for Texas. And then I wasn't mad at your TCU. Yeah. So I, I would say if that one's a, a flyer, uh, that's the way I would roll. And then the Pac 12, you have another odds on situation here. Arizona, the heavy favorite. Uh, they are getting the winner of Arizona State, Stanford, Colorado, the four, UCLA, the two, USC, the three. I really wanted to play Oregon. They're way overvalued. They're in the top half of the bracket. I think they're a poor matchup for Colorado. They're playing terrible. Honestly, I think Oregon State could give them a game in the first round. I'm all on Arizona State. 
110 to 1 here yeah, at Circa. I'm all on Arizona State. I told you, I think this is going to fall apart. Four. For the favorites. Oh, okay. I just think there's so much inconsistency. And I know people are high on Arizona. I'm not quite as high. I'm taking a long shot in this conference uh, tournament with Arizona State. I would be with you if Arizona State was on the bottom half of the bracket. They're playing better, though. So we'll wrap things up on the other side. It's the nightcap here on VEASAN. the yingling bracket battle and bring the goods make your college hoop picks before the tournament's first tip off and take a free shot at a share of 60,000 bucks in cash prizes head to draftkings.com slash yingling now to join the action yingling logger up and bring the goods terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com for details alongside sean king I am Tim Murray. It is the nightcap wrapping things up here on a Monday. Man, just just think about how the show started. Boy, we were dancing, you know, Chattanooga, Georgia State came home. I want to cry. Then the Avalanche blew a 5-1 lead, 1-5-4. Sean had him on the puck line. Gonzaga was up 23 with eight minutes to go, one by 10. I laid a good number at 12. That's gambling for you. You know, the highs and the lows, the ebbs and the flows. So we'll uh, we'll get back, but... Two outright winners. Hopefully tomorrow we will bring home a third. Last week we talked about the Bryant Bulldogs. They are playing for the NEC title tomorrow against Wagner. They will be at home. And like we predicted, they are a four, four and a half point favorite. So the NEC championship is tomorrow. If I didn't have a future on this game and I just was going into it blind, I would probably lean a little bit towards Wagner in this spot. Now, Wagner, once again, and, and a big reason for the handicap last week was Wagner's second, third, however you want to say, best player was lost for the season, Elijah Ford. And after he was lost for the season, they went 3-3 three and three down the stretch. They lost two games to mediocre to bad teams and Mary Mack and Fairleigh Dickinson. And then they lost by eight to close out the season on the road at Bryant. But in the conference tournament, they have won by 29 and 20, respectively, while Bryant, on the other hand, very fortunate on Saturday to win by one and then uh, beat Central Connecticut by 14 but didn't cover the closing number. So Bryant, I, Bryant has nine losses on the season. Yep. Since January 15th, they've only lost once. I know. I mean, just, but I, I mean, just, just ride the train. They're playing good basketball. I mean, do you want just a, a completely like devastated host if I don't hedge tomorrow? Well, no. But 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 here's the question though. Honest question, right? So they've played Wagner twice. They lost in overtime and they lost they by, beat them. They beat them by eight. Right. Last game of the regular season. Here at Circa, they're catching four and a half. So I'm not saying I go all in and try to middle this. I just think for the investment that I have. Maybe a quarter of that investment I put on 
Wagner plus four and a half. Ensure I'm getting some money back, but also the fact that I could middle it. If it's a close conference championship game, lands four, lands three. I stick with Bryant. You're on the right side. You're on the right side. We'll see. Stick with Bryant. Just telling you. Uh, when I give you this kind of advice, I'm never wrong. Okay, thank you. I'm not. Like, sometimes I needle you, right? Sometimes, like, I try and get under your skin, agitate my co-host. I don't know. You're... But, like, when I tell you, like, these direct, like, things, they generally come true. Just stay with Bryant. It's the right side. And you don't have to. They just have to win the game. I, I understand that. Yeah. But if they win the game by three, I would win both bets. Yeah, but if they win by eight, it's like you were right, and then you ate into your profit, you know, when there are other things on the slate tomorrow. So whatever that 25% is that you were going to put on Wagner and the points. But there's nothing really else that I, as of right now, but let's take a look at the board. Uh, as you saw the you graphic. Got Northern Kentucky sitting there. You got UNC Wimbledon going to be an underdog again, yet they always win. Jacksonville. So actually, uh, you remember uh, Haywood Workman? I do Played for the Pacers. Uh, he's a referee now in the NBA. His oh, okay. son plays for uh, Jacksonville. The Dolphins? So I'm definitely on Jacksonville tomorrow. Going to Bellarmine. Yeah. So early day game, five o'clock Eastern tip. Weird uh, little nugget for this game. Bellarmine is not eligible to make the NCAA tournament. They're still in the transition phase mm-hmm. to Division One, which is the most ridiculous thing ever. So Jacksonville's in? No. Oh, Jacksonville State would get in. Jacksonville State won the regular season in the A Sun. Right. So if Bellarmine wins, then Jacksonville State who Jacksonville beat would then get in the NCAA tournament. So interesting little wrinkle there. uh, Also, I'm telling you, Boston College, they win in the morning. They beat Pittsburgh. What You told me not to bet bad teams. Well, they're playing another bad team, too. Yeah, it's two bad teams. I mean, I guess two negatives makes a positive when it's uh, multiplication and and math. Or you're trying to start the car. South Dakota State tomorrow. We don't have a line yet. They're playing North Dakota State. South Dakota State who is a top-five offense, won by 23 today. They were laying nine. I did not ultimately take a future on them uh, just because I I didn't love the price, neutral floor. Uh, Ken Palm projects this seven. They have played North Dakota State twice this year. They beat them by four, and they beat them by four. You're probably looking, because of how well South Dakota State plays. Six and a half. You're seeing a six and a half? I'm saying that's probably what's going to be. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, they didn't look great in the opening round against Nebraska Omaha. Had a day off. Hammered South Dakota today. Uh, curious what that line will be. Probably in that 7-8 range. And I imagine the public will be ready to uh, to lay it uh, with South Dakota State. So uh, that's something. And then we're going to get, in all likelihood, Gonzaga and St. Mary's, Sean. Although Santa Clara's making a game of this. Oof, almost. Big. They've got it to five. They do. They uh, they had a nice run at the end of the half. Uh, they were catching four and a half were the Broncos, the fighting Steve Nashes. I would love Santa Clara to win this game because, man, that would make my cigar bet feel tremendous. What were you thinking? You really don't like Gonzaga. Go ahead and wish yourself. Please. If Santa Clara wins... I would like that over. Why wouldn't I want Gonzaga, the team that I have in our cigar bet, to play the inferior team of these two? 
Well, if they're going to lose tomorrow, they're going to lose. Not to Santa Clara. Yeah. They could lose to St. Mary's. That's why they play the games. If they play, why they play the games. If they play Santa Clara, they will not lose. Clip this one too. They're probably going to play St. Mary's, so yeah. we'll see. And then, yeah, then it's a then it's a game. Let's we should have did the show. What is that? The Orleans? Yeah, should did the show from Orleans, That's just for the game, like fun. from the the basketball arena. Be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a couple other games tomorrow. Nothing too crazy. Uh, how many tickets will be punched tomorrow? Uh, UNC Wilmington uh, taking on Delaware. That'll mm-hmm. be tomorrow in uh, in Washington D.C. That'll be a seven o'clock Eastern tip. Wright State and Northern Kentucky. Uh, our good friend uh, Jared, Smith. Jared Smith loves Northern Kentucky. That's a neutral floor situation at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Northern Kentucky and Wright State probably around a pick. Maybe Wright State minus one, something like that. Um, Gonzaga gets the winner of St. Mary's Santa Clara, North Dakota State and South Dakota State. So you're looking at one, two, three, four. Got Bryant and Wagner. Five tickets will be punched tomorrow for the NCAA tournament. So, busy day. Yeah, man. I'm pulling for Jacksonville. I hope so, yeah, too. Yeah, Haywood's a good friend of mine. He's part, part of my cigar group down in Tampa. So, we're on a group chat. They're all getting together tomorrow. Like, they uh, rented out a world of beer. I said I said five. I'm sorry. Six, I, I shorted. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah. The A-son. Yeah, so hopefully his son play. I think he's a forward. And so uh, hopefully he has a great game and Jacksonville wins. That'll be neat. For the uh, for the bubble teams, they are rooting for St. Mary's to win this game. Uh, Santa Clara would be what they deem a bid stealer for an at-large. Santa Clara not going to the NCAA tournament. St. Mary's and Gonzaga locks to get in. So if those two teams play tomorrow, uh, bubble teams will be feeling just fine. Uh, all the other games, no bid stealers. Unfortunately, South Dakota State, as good as they are, if they lose tomorrow night, they're not going. Uh, which would be unfortunate. They are going to be a very popular, and they rightfully so, uh, upset pick in the early rounds of the NCAA tournament. Uh, you know what's interesting about this St. Mary-Santa Clara game? It's been 80 points scored, and I don't even think there's been a strong layup made. <laughs> Definitely not any dunks. <laughs> <laughs> this is below. St. Mary's is starting to- This is below the rim basketball at its finest. St. Mary's is starting to rain. Um <laughs> All right, so to wrap the show up, your favorite futures bets left. Uh, I like Duke minus 120, and I like Providence plus 575. Those would be the two that uh, jump out at so me. So I'm going to give you one that we didn't talk about. Okay. I'm going to go the Fighting Penny Hardaways yeah, Memphis. at plus 400. They're hot right now. They, they beat in Houston twice. Uh, I think Penny's trying to prove a point. I'm going Memphis to win the AAC. I like it like it a lot. I did take a long shot flyer today on the UTEP Miners. Ooh. 60 to 1 to win the CUSA. And then I got to figure out what I'm going to do at the Big West uh, Conference Tournament there in, uh, in our neck of the woods at Henderson, Nevada. All right, that's going to do it for our show. Scott Seidenberg is coming up next. Enjoy the madness.